is, right, the reason we love rainy days is because rainy days challenge our inside. Uh, cold, cold days that are, that are uh, you know, we all want to wake up to the, to the sun and to the hot weather and to the perfect, everything being perfect. So what it does is, is it, it challenges us and it helps us uh, question our, our internal weather system. Uh, and w- makes us and challenges us to to uh, to see are we matching is it is it the rain on the outside that's the problem is it the cold weather on the outside that's the problem or is it the 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 rain and the and the cold weather on the inside that's the problem and um, and we know the answer to that is that yes there is practical uh, rain and practical bad weather so to speak uh, but the ultimate uh, weather that, that each and every one of us carry, as, as I've said many times, you know, before you have the app, you know, the weather app, to see what the weather is going to be like tomorrow, you see what the weather is going to be like to determine, you know, oh gosh, it's going to be raining and cold. It's not just, you know, to help us decide, uh, you know, what, what uh, if we need uh, a sweatshirt or we need what type of clothing. But it's psychological, right? When a person, you know, I don't know, Yona, right? From, from England, I don't know how that works. In England, um, where it rains all the time, right? There's no, there's no question that, that it affects a person's mood um, when, it, when it's rainy. Thank you very much. But the avoda, and this is uh, why we start off with, with purity of speech, with Hiltus Lashon Hara, is because uh, sometimes it's raining on the outside, whether it's, you know, someone's relationships, or we see someone, uh, or there's something in our life that, that, is, that is hard for us, or there's someone in our life who, who, uh, who it's, it creates a negative, you know, look at that person, and we say that, that that's raining, that person's raining, or that person's raining on, on, uh, on my life, you know, that, that person is not a sunshine in my life, that person makes, makes my life miserable. So the, the, greatest, um, the greatest gift that a person can do uh, for himself, um, and, and it's hard to do this, but the greatest thing that a person can do, and that's why I love uh, Hilchus Lashon Hara, like we said yesterday, Lashon Hara is not about uh, hurting someone else. Avada, you hurt somebody else when you speak Lashon Hara, of course. It's terrible that you can hurt another person. But the person who you hurt the most when a person speaks Lashon Hara, he's hurting himself. And I don't mean that in a cliche way of like, oh, you're really hurting yourself more. The, 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 if, you, if, you, if we analyze it and we understand it, the reason we hurt ourselves more is because we're focusing on the wrong person. We're focusing our energy on, on the wrong person. We're focusing our energy on that person as opposed to focusing our energy in our mind and our emotions on ourselves, which is the only person that we can change. The only person you can possibly change, hopefully you could change. Right? Rabbi Yisrael Salanter said, and you, we can't even imagine what this means. He said that when a person uh, has a mission to finish Shas, and he's not talking about finishing Shas nowadays where there's so many apps and there's so many videos and there's so easy, easier I should say, to finish Shas. And you have art scroll and you have you have an easy way, and even then it's hard. It takes seven and a half years, and it's a whole pursuit. Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, uh, Salanter was talking about 
a person, we can't imagine that, that, that avoda finishing Shas. Could you imagine if someone told you you got to memorize all of Shas? You got to know Shas, Kamar Rashi Tosos, like cold. Shachavatariya Yehuda, right? Could you imagine? You'd say, what a feat, right? That's probably what Rabbi Sol Salanter was talking about. And what does he say? To change a Mida, to change yourself, is harder than that. To change yourself. So to change yourself, let's just analyze that for a second. So to change myself is so hard. Why? Because, because we're, we're creatures of habit, right? And we have my father was like this, and my mother was like this, and my culture is like this, and I'm negative, or I'm positive, or I'm lazy, and, I'm, and, and, and this is how I grew up, and this is what it is. And how, how am I supposed to change that? How am I supposed to change that? It's very, very challenging. And as we say, dead fish go with the flow. If you're not going to change, you're not looking as the Gra says, the, the tachlis of being in this planet and being on this world is to change oneself. That's the whole reason we're here. It's so funny. It's like a funny, it's like a funny thing to say. And the whole world, just to remind all of us, the whole world is not, the pursuit of the whole world is not change yourself. The world's not looking to change anybody. The world just wants us to get pleasure, and the world wants to sell you, uh, sell you pleasure. That's all the world wants from us. Give me your money. Give me your, give me your soul, more or less. Give me your soul. That's what the world wants. The world is not the pursuit of the world. When I say the world, I mean the media and, and, and the outside world that we're, that we're part of. Um, it, it, the, the, the goal is not to say, let me help you change, let me help you grow. Baruch Hashem in this base medrash, Baruch Hashem in this yeshiva, Baruch Hashem in, in, in our culture, Baruch Hashem as a Jew, uh, we know that that is our purpose. Our purpose as a Jew, and that's why it's hard sometimes. Sometimes it's hard because I just want to be, right, when you grow up, you're watching football, you're watching uh, Netflix, you're watching the world, and what do you want? You're like, well, what, what, what do I need? What do I need this for? That's what I want, right? What do I, what do, what do I you know, you know I, w- I want to I do whatever I want. And that comes from two places. It comes from, the main place that comes from is the Yitzhahara, which is normal. Everyone has the Yitzhahara. And the second place that it comes from is from laziness. Is because it's much easier to live your life without, without working on yourself. It's much easier in a certain way. It's much easier. I don't want to deal with it. Let me just hide behind, right, fear. What is fear? The Russia Tavis of fear are forget everything and run. Forget everything and run. Forget everything and run. Get out of here. I don't want to deal with my problems. I don't want to deal with my issues. Fear as opposed to fear. The other fear, Russia Tavis, is face everything and rise. You could do two things with your fears. You could forget everything and run and run away. Or you could face everything and you could rise. And you could go ahead and you could face what it is you have to face. And that's challenging. That's very challenging and that's hard. Now why am I saying that with Lashon Hara? The whole point was changing yourself. So it's so hard to change yourself. Now what does a, per- <coughs> now, what does a person try and do? A person tries to change somebody else. You're going to try and change your father. You're going to try and change your mother. You're going to try and change your family. You're going to try and train. And just wait. What? What, you think when you get married, it's going to be any different? You're going to want to change your spouse. Just like you want to change your father now and you want to change your mother, you're going to say, I want to change my spouse. 
And then what? Then you're going to have children. Well, you don't think when you have a teenager, you're going to say, I want to change my teenager. Oh, no, I'm going to be different. You're not going to be different. It'll be the same exact thing. You'll say, I want to change my child. So what, what are you going to do? Until a person learns, until a person learns to go ahead and to, and to look inward. And that's what it's about. It doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter if you're 18. It doesn't matter if you're 25. It doesn't matter if you're 35. It doesn't matter if you're 55. It doesn't matter if you're 85. Once a person is able to make that switch, and it's hard, because when we're younger, we're, we're, we're totally dependent, and we're focused on everybody and everybody else, and what everybody else thinks, uh, perfect timing as Rabbi, Rabbi Alexander, perfect timing as Rabbi Alexander walks in. And I was going to say, because that's the testimony when you have, you know, just to speak a little bit that, um, you know, Baruch Hashem, your son's here. I just want to speak a little bit about, ya- about Yaakov Rosen. I just want to say, Yaakov, thank you for Yaakov. I want to say something. I want to say, and I'm not saying, I would feel stupid if I was saying this um, just to say it for you. I mean, I am saying it for you that you have nachas. But, um, but I'm saying it, I'd feel stupid if Yaakov would look at me and say, what are you talking about? Yaakov's a person, I just told you before, you know, Yaakov's a person and, and, he, and he comes to Masil's Yasharim and he knows what this shir is about and he knows what this is about because he knows what life is about and he works on himself. And to me, that, that switch, you know, in yeshiva, yeshivas are great and we love yeshivas and Kain Yerbu, there should be many, many, many yeshivas in Klal Yisrael and it's beautiful and, 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 uh, and they teach amazing things in yeshiva. One of the things that we... That, that, that I try and I want to emphasize in our yeshiva, one of the things that we try and emphasize in this yeshiva is that, is that the main avoda and the main work that a person has to do is the internal work, the inside work of himself. It's not what other people think. It's not what other people say. It's not what other, a, a other person has to fit into, uh, has to be a normal person. But uh, I, I just want to say that Yaakov, you know, I, my, I get nachas, I mean, I get nachas from everyone in yeshiva, but I get extra nachas when I see, you know, when I see someone like Yaakov who's younger and, he's, and he came here and he comes here and, he, and he's focused on, on his internal, on his internal work, on who he is, what, what he's about, how he can change, how he could be a better person. And, I, and then I, that's why I said as Rabbi Alexander walked in, you know, I say that, 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 that to me, the fact that we, we have a, a, a sheer like this, the fact that we have a, oh, welcome back, Rabbi Erbluch. The fact that we have a, uh, the fact that we have a dynamic of, of it's not the yeshiva. It's not, about, it's not about being in yeshiva. It's about living a certain life. What I, what I you know, one of my favorite lines is, is uh, you know, give a man a fish and you feed him for one day. Teach a man how to fish and you feed him for a lifetime. Uh, you give a man a fish, you feed him for one day. You teach a man how to fish, and you feed him for a lifetime, is that hopefully over here, what we're trying to do is we're trying to remind ourselves and remind everyone what life is about. Life is, is about, life, people, you're, oh, in every stage in your life, there's gonna be someone in your life who you're gonna to wanna to change, and who's negative, and who's affecting your life. Every stage, every stage is going to be someone who you're going to say, who you're going to say, what was the quote? I think someone sent this recently. 
What was the quote? One second. What, what a quote. Hold on. I'm sorry. Such a great quote. Hi. The quote was... Where was it? Okay, I don't know if I'm going to find it now. Um, I'll little look on the quote chat one second. I'm sorry. So the quote was... Okay, let's see if I can get it here. Oh, here it is. Here it is. L- listen to this quote. Also, from a person who's been listening to the shiurim for a few years, uh, a person who exemplifies this as well, working on oneself and changing and, and, and growing and, and pursuing uh, their, their truth and pursuing, trying to be them, trying to live to be you. You know, that, at the end of the day, that's what it's about. At the end of the day, Hashem puts us in this world and our struggle is that, is that, is that we're, we're, we have so many people to answer to. And we have so many other things to answer to. And, and we forget about ourselves. We forget about answering. We forget about looking in the mirror and saying, am I being honest with you? You know, that's, that's a lot of times the challenge of life is, uh, is that we look. You know what I'm going to ask, Rabbi Alexander, once you're here? I'll give you time to think about it. I don't want to put you on, you know, as I get older, and you're, you're a little bit older than me, um, but as I get older, one of the challenges that I have, that I face a little bit, is regret. Meaning, Baruch Hashem, you know, you know when, you're, when you're 18, 19, 20 years old, you know, in that stage, you're more worried about what your future's going to be. When you get older, you look back and you say, oh my goodness, you know, if I would have done this, if I would have done that, if I would have done that. So I'll give you a few minutes to answer that. It's not so much for the younger uh, guys, as I've said many times. Uh, I think you'll like this. I, I've said many times, uh, but I'll say it again. I love saying it. You know, when the teenager uh, wears the shirt that says no regrets, right? So I'm like, Shkayach, big deal. You know, you're, <laughs> no regrets. You know, no regrets. You know, you, you, you just been around. You just been around for a couple of years. Like, what, 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 what did you do already? You know, what I'm saying so. No regrets. But I say, when you, when you get to be, you know, uh, if Rabbi Alexander was walking around with a T-shirt, you know, a sweatshirt. Imagine Rabbi Alexander walking around with a sweatshirt, saying no regrets. He'd be the coolest man in the world. I mean, he's pretty cool as it is. But imagine a person like Rabbi Alexander walking around. I got no regrets, everybody, right? We'd all want to be, say, well, tell us. Tell us about it. But anyway, you'll tell me when you're ready. You'll, you'll, uh, no pressure. Now, so I just want to read this line. Listen to this line from this very special hush of a person. 2,000, right? Uh, daily reminder. Some people wait all day for 5 p.m. All week for, five, for Friday. All year, listen to this, this is so powerful. Some people wait all day for 5 p.m., which is basically that my day's over. All week for Friday. They wait all year for holidays, for vacation. All their lives for happiness. Don't be one of them. Right? And I think what's so powerful about that is that, is that what, what we do is we wait, each and every one of us, 
are waiting for something outside of us to happen that's going to change us. We're waiting for, for the money in the bank to come and then I'm going to be, then I'll be okay. I'm waiting for my, my roommate, right? How many people are waiting for their roommate to, to become a different person? Then I could start doing better in yeshiva. It's my roommate that's my problem. It's my, it's my, you know, uh, my chavrusa that's my problem. It's my, you know, whatever, whatever we say, that's the problem. And, and, and it doesn't mean that those things can't be challenging for us. That doesn't mean that those things, you know, one, one of the uh, Morty Pontier, who's from the originals of the yeshiva, is getting married to Mir Tashem. So I remember he'd said this line in, in the summer um, when we were together. We actually put it on the, the, the second year sweatshirts of the yeshiva. And I remember this line so well, you know, one day this, one day this. One day I'm going to be this. One day I'll be happy. One day I'm going to get myself together. And what was the line that, that was? It was day one. What does that mean? Day one. Why, why, why one day? As we've said many times. Is that there's no, there's no greater time for a person to begin to live his life. Because you're in your life right now. This is your life. When you wake up in the morning. When, you're, when you say to yourself, okay. When am I going to start changing? And like. You know, um, Rabbi Simon said, said yesterday, which is so, so true, is that it's, it's communal, could you help me with the word? It's uh, commul, com, cumulative, thank you. It's cumulative, which means that it, that it, that it, 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 goes, it, it, it goes on itself. It, 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 it adds. You're never, you're never going to be upset at yourself for starting too young. You're never going to say, oh, I lost, especially the guys in our yeshiva here. Everybody here, Baruch Hashem, has had a healthy party life. Baruch Hashem, you had your fun. Everyone here, no one here is deprived of, of the party. I don't think so. And if you are, you're, in, you're probably in the wrong place, right? You probably found the wrong yeshiva. Everybody here has, has had a taste of a party. So that's great. You had your party. It's not like anyone here is deprived from, from, from Gashmias. No one here is like, you know, uh, you know oh gosh, I, I need more, I need more uh, party, right? What, 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 what most of us need is more, is more sanity. What most of us need is more, is more clarity of life, more understanding of ourselves. And, and that's where Hilchus Lashon Hara comes in very strong. And then I want to hear, please, questions, comments from all of you, is that... Um, the, 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 the goal of life the goal of life is not to attain something necessarily the goal of life as the Ramchal says as, as in Derech Hashem he says it very clearly in Mesut Shem you have to be medayik more you have to look into it a little more to see it but we all know the goal in life is not to attain something it's to, it's to, be, it's to be on a certain path to be on a certain road, right? It's to be on a certain, to, to have a certain perspective. People who are unhappy usually are people who are waiting for something to happen. People who are unhappy are usually waiting for a circumstance. They, they have trouble understanding that my, my life that it is right now and the challenges that I have right now and the circumstance that I have right now that I'm trying to work with, that I'm trying to work on, 
That in itself is what life is about. You hear the difference? That in itself, when you, that's why Hilchus Lashon Hara is so powerful. When you see that person and you judge that person negatively, whether it's someone who you want to talk about and it's going to make you feel good to put down somebody, whoever it might be, whoever it might be, and you're able to question yourself about that, and you're able to say, maybe I don't want to look at things like that. Maybe I want to see things differently. I don't want to look at that person negatively. I know that it's me. It doesn't feel like it's me, but I know that it's me. When, when a person begins to think like that, that is when he's beginning to change his life. The second you're able to press that pause button and to say, maybe it's not my father, maybe it's not my mother, maybe it's not where I grew up, maybe it's not my fifth grade Rebbe, maybe it's not my roommate. Imagine if you ask yourself that question. Maybe it's not my roommate that's the problem. Maybe I'm the problem. Maybe it's not my spouse. And I promise everybody here, I promise this not as a, not as a curse. You're going to do the same thing with your wife. You will say the same thing with your wife. You will say that she is the problem. It's my father-in-law that's the problem. It's my mother-in-law that's the problem. It's, my, it's going to be your brother-in-law that's going to be the problem. It's going to be your boss who's the problem. But the second a person is able to change his perspective and to press pause and to say, let me take a step back. Let me take a step back. And maybe I'm, I'm the problem. I, maybe I'm the problem. And I got to learn to, to, you know, I, I want to say one more thing and then I really want to hear from everybody. I also want to make a shahako. Um, I, 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 I want to say this also. Your phone is not the problem either. Your phone is not the problem. A lot of times we say, oh, it's my phone. It's my phone. It's my phone. It's not your phone that's the problem. You're the problem. You, you haven't decided you're not strong enough. You're not, you didn't discipline yourself enough to say, no, I'm not going to spend uh, you know, hours uh, browsing or, or tick-tocking. That's the word I made up. I'm half proud that I made up that word. Tick-tocking. I'm not going to tick-tock. What's another uh, thing people do? Instagram. I don't know how we say that. I don't Snapchat. Snapchatting. Chatting, okay, um, chatting is it? But I'm saying I don't. Who is it? Who am I to blame? The fact that I'm that I'm that I'm on TikTok, on on TikTok, watching someone else's life. And I'm going to say this, and I've said this before. Is yes, and it's hard to hear this. It's very hard to hear. This. Is my life that miserable that that's what I'm doing? And if the answer is yes, then great. And and not not that the answer is yes. The answer is yes, because otherwise you wouldn't be TikToking. So there's something wrong with my life. There's something wrong with my life. Uh, there's something wrong with my life if I don't, if I'm not investing in, and I don't mean that like something wrong, like, oh, now I'm in trouble. There's something wrong with me. No, that means that's like a wake up. Be so happy that I'm TikToking for hours and I'm on my phone for hours. Be happy because you know what that means? That's a great, that means the alarm is going off. Bing, bing, bing. That means, is that the life? You want, you want to live? And when you get older, there'll be more, there'll be many more distractions. Okay, Shlomo hand, Shlomo's hand is up. So I'm definitely double excited because um, you're the first uh, question, comment, and it's you. 
Do you, do you mind? I'm just going to make a shahakal. Baruch atah adenai Eloheinu malach alam shahakol nevid baro. Yes. I want you to say... Please, Shlomo. On what Rebbe was saying about social media and stuff. Even from like a non-believe religion Right. I remember when I had like... I hear all the Rebbe talk and all that. I just thought it was cliche. Like all the Rebbe talk about it. And I was doing it out of the sense of like spite. Like if the rabbis are saying not to do it, like I have to do it. Right. I'm just sure about like after a certain point, when even when I had a certain point in life where I didn't have to do anything with religion, like you start to realize I couldn't sit down and watch a movie. Like I couldn't get through an entire movie. And really? I struggle now because of it. Like I, really? After a while now, but wow. Like, TikTok's amazing. It's just dopamine and, and it's just like customized for you. And I couldn't finish a show. I couldn't finish movies even for that. So I, I could what do you mean you couldn't finish the show? Explain it to me. I have no con. I'm like I'm old school. Because TikTok is like now I don't know how long the video is about. Meaning it's too long to watch a movie. Yeah, too much. So I like sh- I like sh- I, I, I shorten my um my attention span. Like TikTok is just like everything you want to see in like very fast, like a minute. So wow. I couldn't sit down for a movie. Like I, I still struggle to like. Wow. Wow. Amazing promo. Thank you, Jared. Amazing, amazing. Wow. Wow, that's very powerful. Wow. So I guess they were smart back in our day when they had the Disney movies uh, at home. Before we had movies, we had commercials. It gave us a little break. They were smart. They gave us a five-minute break every ten minutes. Right? Wow. Amazing, amazing. Okay, thank you, Shlomo. Okay, Rabbi Tzvi, good. Well, welcome, we're just beginning. Yeah, yes. Yes. Right, always, see. Oh, here he goes. Go, Rabbi Tzvi, let's hear, let's hear, let's go, yeah. Last night at 2 a.m. I was doing the Tyra about sadness. Oh. Emuna mm. is the engine for growth. And Emuna is not dependent on anything that happens in our life. Our job is always to have Emuna. Yes. And that was the part when we were standing by Kriya Siyansa, we had no clue where it would come from. And not only that, um, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu's uh, stick was made out of, I think, Snapirone. The powers of the stick was to split waters, and Hashem said, "Drop it. Use your hand. Beautiful. It's, don't depend on the stick." All Amuna. They say that Imre Emes, that Imre was the father of the Sifsim. Sifsim. Emes was the father of Imre Emes. He's the son. The Imre Emes was the well. There, the Imre Emes. He was well. Well, the Imre Emes. Yes, the Imre Emes we know was the son of the Sifsim. So the Sifsim asked the, the, the Imre Emes at right. five. Yeah. He said, are you surprised about the crazy story right, right. of Kriyas Yamsuk? And he said, once you taught me that Hashem created, created water. Hashem oh. water right, 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 right. So what's the big deal? So right. I bless us all to have There's no doubt in my mind that in the past 10 years, you could ask me today in the car, at 24, where were you? Huh. I said, I was just starting to break out of certain bad habits, bad tendencies, and tap into Amunah. And my level of Amuna by sitting here and saying these words and constantly working on it in, in the Rosh Hashim Hashirim, 
I'm, in, I'm a mile, I'm in a different place where all I right. was 10 years ago. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you, Rabbi Tzvi. All right, Rabbi Tzvi. Rabbi Tzvi always comes in with a bang. And just on what Rabbi Tzvi is saying with Emuna, just to talk about the word Emuna, is that they, uh, the Svarim, the Holy Svarim, I think in the Ma'ar V'Shemesh, you'll like this, says that Emuna is from the language of Vaye Amen Es Hadasa, right, which means that Mordechai, it says when he, uh, when he was with Hadassah, it was, it was his wife, he adopted her as a child. And it says, Vaye Amen Es Hadassah, which means he brought her up. He was her stepfather. He was, he was, oh really, okay. Vaye Amen Es Hadassah, what does that mean? That he, he, he brought her up, he helped her grow. So they say that people think, Rabbi Tzvi, listen to this. People think you either have a Muna or you don't have emuna. No, that's not the way it works. You have to cultivate your emuna. You have to learn how to how to uh, give your emuna. That's why I say emuna. Right? The Gemara in Shabbos says that emuna zeseder zrayim, which means you plant. You plant. That means you have to water it. It means you have to take care of it. Emuna, right? Rabbi Tawil, Chacham Tawil is one of his favorite pshatim from the from the Slanomer, from the Nesiva Shalom, right? He knows what I'm talking about, where it says, Nasasa, here, we'll let Rabbi Tawil say it. We'll, 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 I'll give him the, the, uh, the, uh, the mic to say. No, the, the, I'll, I'll give him the, 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 the assist, right? The Gemara says, Nasasa v'nasata be'emuna, which means after a person dies, they're going to ask you, did you do business be'emuna? Did you do business Faithfully, that's the pashup shot in the Gemara. Right? So also the Gemara in Shabbos. Did you do business faithfully? Says the Slanimer. Go Chacham Tawil. Oh, oh. Louder, louder. We need you on the mic. People want to hear you. Right. Beautiful. That, that var we know, Rabbi Tawil and I learned that var, I'm not gonna, at least over 20 years ago. So, Baruch Hashem. That's what happens when you, when, you, when you do your faith business-like and you live your life. And the, the, the point is, I just want to say something. The point is, is that nothing, and this is what we talk about in, in, in Chavetz Chaim and judging people favorably. Nothing just 
happens. You don't just become someone who, now I have a lot of emuna. Now I have a lot of, now I'm a happy guy. You don't become a happy person. You have to work towards it. You don't become, right, you're talking about the Shvasemes, the Chedush Yarim, their, 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 their father, what? Imanti Kiyadaber also, right? When you talk about it, when you talk about Emuna, but it's all the same thing, right? How do you become Aroni? How does a person become someone who is, how does a person become someone, like uh, I said this the other day, I forgot, I said this, I used to say this about the Imre Emes, till Rabbi Yeager, you're talking about the Imre Emes, till Rabbi Yeager came for that Shabbos, for Shlomo Mattel, for his granddaughters, for the Ufruf, and then he corrected me, because I heard it from him, I thought I heard it from my father-in-law, it was really the Chedush Arim, I forgot how many years it was, and I said this yesterday in Shir. It took the Chedush Yarim. Chedush Yarim was the Svasemis' grandfather. Chedush Yarim lost all of his children, Rachman al-Atzlan. He lost 13 children. The Svasemis was, was his, the only grandchild who he was able to, 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 to have a connection to. All of, his, all of his children, 13 children died in his lifetime. Rachman al-Atzlan. Svasemis was a grandson. But anyway, the Chedush Yarim says that he worked on his judging people, Lekavs I think for... Ten years, six years, I forgot the amount of time. You know what that means? That, 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 that's working, that's not us working on ourselves. Oh, I heard a sheer. He worked on himself to find the good in other people. And what do we want? We want to just wake up and say, oh, I love everybody. I love because I, I wear a bracelet that says, love, I love every Jew. So now I'm going to love, and there's nothing wrong with wearing a bracelet that says, I love Jews. I'm not, I'm not, you know... It's like the Lashon Haralom and Dabari Lai. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous to talk about those things. But it's not, that's not going to make it happen for you. What's going to make it happen for you is, is when you are invested. Like I say this about, about you want to be a happy person. You want to be an Erlicha person. You want to be a person who has a connection to Torah. Especially as like Shlomo was saying. Especially if you have allergic reactions to... To, uh, to learning or to rebellion or to certain things like that and, it's, and you get triggered and you have trauma. No, no problem. Take all the time, take all the time in the world to deal with it. But, but have a plan and work towards your happiness. Work towards your connection to Torah. Work towards whatever it is that you're working towards. Okay. With that in mind, let's learn a halacha, unless there any, Alexander, whenever you're ready to help us out. Um, <coughs> anyone else, please, question, comments. Oh, two minutes? Two more minutes. Okay, I'm excited. Okay, anyone else? Yona, come on, Yona. What do you say, Yona? It's been a while. Avrami, come on, Shia, come on, Aroni, come on, Aroni, get the notebook out. Remember, Aroni sitting, get the note. Where's the notebook, Aroni? Aroni, where's that notebook? Aroni could tell you. Aroni could tell you. Shiurim of Misil Yisharon. There it is. There it is. No, where's that big? You know, you remember that notebook, the Misil Oh, it's all. Oh, you chazered over. So read us something. Open it up. Read us something. Come on, Aroni. Come on, Aroni. On the chair. Aroni on the chair. Come on, share something, Aroni. Let's see if it matches up. What's the hug and a kiss that Hashem is giving you right now?
Wait, wait, say that again louder, louder. I like that one. This is from what? How, when, how long ago is this from? It's two years ago, probably. Oh, nice. That's what you opened to. We're a little after that, but yeah. Could be the Hebrew day. Yeah, go. That what? If you have, go. If you don't work on yourself, I love it. So true. If you go on in life not working on yourself. So for all those who are not going to work on themselves, here is your... Here is your destiny. For all those who are not going to work on themselves and are going to go with the flow and let Netflix and let TikTok uh, 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 push your life and tell you what your life is about. Go. This is what's going to happen. If you go on in life not working on yourself, you're going to have a bad life. A bad life. A bad marriage. A bad marriage. Bad kids. Bad kids. Right. Putting in the work today, working on yourself. Correct. Beautiful. Thank you. I love it. I love it. No knee is a cutie pie, cutie pie. I love it. I love it. I love I'll tell you why I love it, because people get nervous. I love that people get nervous. Even I get a little nervous saying stuff like that. It's like, oh my gosh, you mean you're going to have a bad marriage if you don't work on yourself? Oh no, is he cursing me? Is he threatening me? Is he fear-mongering me? Is he this? Let's say all the above. It's, it's the truth. If you don't work on yourself, you will not have a good marriage. If you don't work on yourself, you will not be happy. If you don't work, what was the line? Someone sent yesterday a great line also. A negative mind, this you'll like, Yona. A negative mind, we speak about this every morning. A negative mind will never give you a positive life. A negative mind will never give you a positive life. If you have a negative life, if your life stinks, and there's a part of your life that stinks, you know where you, tr- you, know where you trace it back to? Right up here. Right up here. Right, 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 right up there. You have a bad, you have a bad, like I say all the time, it's harder to get out of your head than it is to get out of bed. Get out of your head. When a person learns to fix his head, okay, Shlomo's hands up, go. You'll cut me off right in the middle. Good, great question. This is working on ourselves. Working on ourselves is trying to... To, um, trying to um, uh, become a, a better person, trying to uh, be a more positive person, trying to understand myself better, trying not to just you know let myself um, get angry at this or give in to this or give in to that. It's basically working yourself, avoda, working yourself, working out. What's working out? What does that mean to work out? Shlomo, you work on yourself. What do you do? What do you do? You atam daber ivrit achshav. How? How do you speak Hebrew? How do you speak Hebrew, Shlomo? Right. What did you do? All right. So no one understands, but say it in English. Translate for us. Right. 
What is Hishtadlut? Could you translate that, please? I'm like doing my part. Right, you're working on yourself. You're taking Shlomo. Why, why do I love Shlomo? Why is Shlomo Wilbur, why is he, why does everyone love him? Why is he one of the, the greatest guys that everyone loves? I'm sorry if I'm making you feel uncomfortable, but I'm sure you're loving it. Bring it on. Why does everyone love Shlomo? You know why everyone loves Shlomo? Because you work on yourself. Because you're not looking to the left, and you're not looking to the right. You're looking inside. And you're saying, how can I be the best Shlomo? I know what the irony of that is that why do people look to the left they look like because they want everyone to approve of them. But the irony is when you work on yourself, everyone loves you even more and more and more and more. And the second you're looking for people to love you, that's when you're going to lose some tracking. The second you're asking and saying, well, well, you know, how am I doing? How am I doing? The second you start measuring how you're doing, you start losing ground. Have you ever watched someone in a marathon, or you watch someone more a sprinter than a marathon, or you watch someone in a sprinter, if they would look to their left, look to their right, they're not looking, they ain't looking nowhere. <coughs> they're looking straight. Who said that? I think, uh, I think Yoshua Benelli was saying that, I think, about a motorcycle. When you're going really fast, right, you close in the, you close in those mirrors, the rear view, there are no rear view mirrors. There are rear view mirrors by side mirrors. I'm plunging mission. I'm on a mission. Shlomo Wilbur is on a mission. Shlomo Wilbur is on a mission. And that guy, and he's the guy who's asking, what does it mean to work on yourself? Yeah. Yes, yo. Did that answer your question? Look in the mirror. That's the answer to your question. Look in the mirror. Yes. Yes, Yona. I remember on uh, the Friday night, I was asked to speak. Yeah. And I gave that point that Rebbe just said. It was the, of this famous Russian marathon woman. And she kept on coming back the year after year, beating her past record. And we turned to her and said, we don't understand why you keep on coming back. You're like one and a half seconds quicker than anyone else in the sprint. And that's pretty far ahead. Mm -hmm. She says, because I'm not running to the people on the right and left to beat them, and the person I'm running against is myself. So if I can come back and beat wow. what I just did, I'm going to be back. And wow, I, I love that. Wow. Mm. That, so yeah, so. like, that was the whole point. It's very simple. It's like the just reminded me of that. Right, amazing, amazing. Wow. I love it, I love it. I love it. I love that. I love that. I love that. Great, great people are always, great people are always, are always challenging themselves. You know, the, the, the miserable people are always saying, let's keep everything status quo. Let's keep everything as is. We don't want to change. Let's keep everything as is. We don't want to change. Amazing. Yes, Rabbi Erblach. Just saying, I, I, I want to say, I, like, the sheer helps, besides the fact that it helps you work on yourself, just all the different, the cliches, uh, the sayings that come out of the sheer, I was by the Sheva Brothers, uh, I spoke by Sheva Brothers, I remember what, what, what Mayor himself, my son-in-law said, and it's very together for what we talk about now, how I mean, this person has to always look at himself and the situation he's in and not always look at the ground. We said the uh, positive is, is, is like the... the the term Paul mm -hmm. said it, and everybody loved it over there. Wow. It's the same. It's the, it, a lot of things we learn over here. It's also just always look at ourselves. We don't have to look around. Correct. Correct. Thank you, Rabbi Amazing. Thank you. Okay, we ready, Rabbi Alexander, or not yet? Everyone, first of all, Rabbi Alexander is a great grandfather. 
sitting in Mesil's Yisharim, sitting in learning Chavetz Chaim on a daily basis. I mean, I wish all of us, I wish all of us that, I don't know, that, uh, uh, that beauty, that, I don't know, I, don't even, I can't even say, uh, there's no word I could think of, Rabbi Alexander, that you, we should all be that lucky. We should all be, have the mazel to be able to, to, to uh, I don't know, I don't know. What? Amen. 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 Regret. Right. My question I propose, I was asking Rabbi Alexander, is how do you deal with regret? This is more maybe for the older, the older guys, but p- take notes. I only put it in the notebook. Regret. <coughs> how do you deal with regret? Yes. What? <laughs> right. individual things that I look back, I should have done this way, but it was all Ashkocha because it all turned out for the good. But I'll just mention two things uh, that I learned in this yeshiva. I was learning about regret. Uh, I have a chavrusa every morning with uh, uh, Sholem Weisberg, one of the Rav Stern's good Talmidim, and we were learning a sugya that I learned the first time in 1966 in Chicago. And as we were learning the sugya, I had regret that I didn't listen to the Rebbe Shir much better. I really, see, I didn't understand the Gemara then, and it's because I didn't pay attention to the Shir. I remember which Shurim I paid attention, and this one I remember I didn't, and, and it was a struggle for me to learn this Gemara. And I saw a little mimer from a, from a guy, a, a, a very smart guy, but he was a guy, George Bernard Shaw. He said, youth is wasted on the young. Some say youth is wasted on children. And I don't have regret for what I did in my youth, but I do have regret looking back in individual things. But I have to remember those regrets, because that's what you learn from. If you don't remember the regrets, if you push it out of your mind, then it was a waste. But if you remember what you regretted, and it bothers you, then you can grow with it, then you can improve. That's lesson number one. Second lesson about regret, there's one thing in my life, I, I was macabre for many reasons. It's a Gemara in Shabbos, many places. I was I read this because my grandson's Haftorah, which was the Shabbos, it ends with this passage. I'll translate. People who are insulted and don't answer back. They're shamed, but they don't react. This is what the world stands on. 
These are the most, one of the important midos. If you look in the news, the most tragic events I've seen in the news in the last 20 years is called road rage. What's road rage? Someone cuts you off at the road, you see it every day, he takes out a gun and he ruins his life and people's life for a second. He couldn't, he couldn't, he was insulted and he, re- he reacted. If he had just listened to this Gemara, it never would have happened. And he went to destroy it. This is every single day we see stories like this. And I want to tell all the boys that it's very difficult not to react. It's very difficult not to respond when someone insults you, when someone hurts you. But, and this includes family, parents, roommates, the whole, the whole works. When you don't react, when you're quiet and you stop to think, then you're going to grow. It says, Ohavov ketzes Hashemesh bigvurosa. It says, not only you're going to grow, you're going to shine. You're going to influence other people. And you'll, you'll, be, an, you'll be a good influence. Try to remember every day not to react, not to think bad once about a person, about someone in your life, and forgive him and just not react, and then you will grow. And that's what I, I, I've, I've tried to do this my whole life. For many reasons, I, w- I wasn't such a tzaddik, but I was in a situation where I, 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 ne- I never liked to react. And Rashiva knew my mother, all of us, Sholem, she was the exact same way. She was, she was someone who, whatever, whatever you said to her, she, she, was, she, she had a good word. And, and I, 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 I was inspired by my mother, my father, all of Hashem was the same way. And that's the lesson you've got to learn. You will never regret not reacting. But you might regret reacting. So that's the lesson. Everything you say is recorded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, great. Oh, he's in Shamas, Ayin Roa. It's the Chavetz Chaim. Chavetz Chaim, everyone. When the Chavetz Chaim said when the uh, video camera came out, now it's even more, you know, we can relate to it. He said that that's why it came out, because after 120, you're, you're gonna, they're going to be watching the movie of your life, right? Hopefully it's not a, uh, a horror movie, right? Hopefully it's not a, uh, or a comedy. Right, you want it to be a good, right, Shlomo? We don't want to have everyone trying to TikTok when you're watching a movie. You want it to be a, want it to be a great movie. I want to watch this movie, not a uh, sad story. Um, thank you, Rabbi Alexander. Wow, so inspiring. Um, okay, we're going to say a halacha um, that that uh, definitely will will uh, bring up some yes, Rabzev. Yeah, it's true. Right. Right. It's true. Thank you, Rabzev. Shkoyach Rabzev. Thank you. Yeah, Zach. Oh, wow. Zach. Yes. Zach. Yeah. Louder, Zach, please. Dr. Zach. Yeah, go. A person moves beyond what people are so that you do, or 
yeah. react when somebody says something to them. Like, the control that they think that they have over you, the control, like, ceases to exist because you're doing something out of the norm. It's, you're not, you're not allowing your own ego to get in the way. Nice. And when people see that, that you can control that, control. They, they, <laughs> they don't know what to do. They, they don't know what to do. Right, right. It's their mental control. Right, it's true. Like, they're waiting for the fight back. And you're like, it's all okay. It's like, what? You mean you're not going to fight me back? Right. Beautiful. Zach, thank you, Zach. Beautiful. Okay, let's learn a, a, a quick uh, halacha, and then we'll do. We'll o- start with the opening line of the Mesil Sisharim of Parak Aleph, which is so exciting. Uh, this halacha is very interesting. Um, halacha, and that is, um, remember, we're in Rechilas. The difference between Rechilas and Lashonara is Lashon Hara is saying something negative about somebody. Rechilas is, you're saying something bad about someone, that's Lashon Hara. Rechilas is, is that I tell someone else something bad about, that they said about you. So I say, oh, Yaakov said this thing about you. So now you start getting upset that, what? How could he have said that about me? And you cause two people to get upset at each other. Now, what about to a non-Jew? So says the Chavetz Chaim, you are not allowed to tell a guy. Let's say you're in business. I think that might be the example. Yeah, that's the example. Mr. Landau, the owner of a textile company, tries to convince a non-Jewish customer, Alan, a non-Jewish customer, to become his customer. So what does he say? I don't know why you buy from Mr. So-and-so. He sells old and damaged material. Such a comment can cause Alan, who's a non-Jew, to stop purchasing from this person and can even result in Alan, the non-Jew, reporting him. It may thus cost Mr. Hirschfeld to lose, that was the name of the person they, they chose over here, to lose his source of livelihood. For example, the super in your apartment building asked you, who is constantly leaving garbage out and doesn't place it in the incinerator? I don't know if you guys know what that is. Back in the day, I don't know if they still have it, right? Um, but who's not putting the garbage um, down the chute or whatever they're doing with it? So you may not reveal to him who the culprit is. Now, says the Chavetz Chaim, this is in Hilchus Rechila Zion Dalad, Listen to this, very interesting. Says the Chavetz Chaim, the danger of telling a non-Jew Rechilas is even more than telling a Jew. Why? Because a Jew has a mitzvah to don lekafs chus. So if I tell you that so-and-so said something about you, so you have a chiv to go ahead and say, ah, maybe it's not true, maybe you're exaggerating. But a goy, a non-Jew, does not have that, and therefore he'll accept it. Um, And therefore it'll cause your friend uh, untold harm. Okay, Hashem will help each and every one of us. Question, comments on that? Yes, from Zev? Does that mean that maybe saying that on the heat it's more mutter? No, for a Jew, for a Jew, not that it's more mutter, it's just worse, it's just worse to tell the, the non-Jew. Can't tell a Jew either. A Jew at least has a chiv to down the katzchus. It's like saying Lashon Har in general. It's not to a guy. You tell you tell a guy about a Jew, so then he doesn't have the same halachas that that a Jew. A Jew at least can save you from saying lashon hara if he doesn't believe you. If you tell lashon hara and someone doesn't believe you, it's not 
it's not that that person helped you. You're not believing. Still, right? Still something that you're not allowed to say. Yes. Okay, Reb Zev. Thank you. Hashem should help all of us. We should be zocha. Just going to wrap up the Chafetz Chaim, um, the Hilchas uh, Lashnara. Then I just want to start with the first line, which we could spend uh, years on, um, but we'll start just start it off, um, and that is um, that Hashem will help us all just to see the good in each other, to work on ourselves, to focus on ourselves, um, to look in the mirror, uh, to see. Um, that all the problems that we see outside of ourselves are really the greatest blessing in the world is when we see things outside of ourselves because it teaches us how we can work on ourselves. When we see the, the negative things in other people, it's a big blessing because it's a, a gift from Hashem to tell us what we have to work on. Hashem will help us all, us and all the Jewish people, not to speak any Lashon Hara, not to hear any Lashon Hara, for us and all the Jewish people, Amen. Amen. Okay, says the Mesil Zisharim, and we're going to end off with the beginning of the Mesil Zisharim, probably one of the most powerful lines that someone could think about in his life, and that is the foundation of Judaism. Yisoda Chasidus, Yeshosh Avodat Adam, Ma Chovaso Ba'olama. We said this yesterday. Here it is, everybody. The goal of life is for a person to clarify. One of the missions of your life is to try and clarify what it is that your mission in life is. One of our missions in life is to get clear of what it is that I'm supposed to do on this planet. Why did Hashem put me on this planet? Did Hashem put me on this planet to be an Israeli cat, no offense to Israeli cats, and to just go ahead and to sit around and to munch around and to hopefully just chill out and do my thing and to one day uh, get married, make money, put money in the bank, rat race, the wheel is spinning, but the hamster is dead, the wheel is spinning. Is your wheel spinning and are you dead? What is your life about? Why are you on, why are you here on this planet? And the earlier a person asks himself that question, the more a person asks himself that question, why am I here? What is life about? How long am I going to live for? What is life, why, why did Hashem create me? Now I'm not talking about coming up with answers of, okay, we're not living in a time of prophets or the Arizal where someone can look at you and say, your purpose in life is to do this chesed and to do this and to be a doctor and to be a lawyer and to be a rebbe, this and that. We don't live in a generation, a navi, itanu, right? We don't have navi and prophets who could tell us. But one of our responsibilities of being alive is not, and when I say just to be a cat, why do I say just to be a cat? Says the Rishner, the Rishner says, is that forget about Olam Haba, forget about the next world. I don't want to live my life as a person who has no understanding of what the purpose of life is about. I don't want to just be a person who doesn't think about what the true purpose of life is. As I've said many times, a mace, a mace, Rafi, you hear this? A mace, 
right? Shlomo Zalman can tell you this. A mace is one of two things. When you, when you die, it's going to be one of two things in your life. And everybody here is going to die. Sorry for the, for the I mean, it's good news. Because it means that, 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 that we can wake up now. I don't want to wake up when it's all over. I want to wake up before it's all over. I want to wake up now. I want to wake up and say that this is my life. And, and the question is, is mace, mem tough? Am I going to be a person who lived the life of mitzvos and Torah? Those are the letters of mace. Is that what my life is going to be about? Or is my life going to be about mammon and taiva? Was my life just going to be about money and filling my desires? What is my life pursuit? Why am I here on this planet? And you can't just ask that once. You can't just ask that once and, and get that over with. The Ramchal says, call Yemei Chayav. That means every day a person wakes up. That's why we wake up in the morning. And we say, And we ask Hashem, Hashem, why am I here? You know, what, what people don't realize is the Yitzhahara will never tell you that you're wasting a year. I promise you. The Yitzhahara is never going to grab you and say, I'm going to make sure that you waste this year. That's not the way the Yitzhahara works. He's much smarter than that. The Yitzhahara says, you're going to waste today. That's what he says. I think this, the, the, either the stipler or the Kleisenberg, I don't know, one of the tzaddikim, they probably both said it. They said, what's the difference between me and my friends? Is that my friends looked at, how am I going to live this year? What am I going to live in my life? What are my, what are my life goals? And he says, that's not how I look at my life. I look at my life as today. How can I live today? How can I make today great? Kol yemei chayim. What's my mission? Everybody here wants to ask that question. What's my mission in my life? You know what I would answer to that for now? What's my mission today? So let's start with that. What's my goal today? Do I have a goal for today? Because what happens is a lot of people have trouble with, with what am I doing in my life in general? And then what am I doing today? As opposed to a person saying, what am I doing? What is my mission today? Sometimes it's easier to say, oh, my mission in life is I want to be this type of person. I want to be that type of person. What am I doing today? And how can I get the best out of today? Try to work with today. Because you know what's funny? Sometimes today is the hardest thing to do. Sometimes today is the hardest thing to do. Sometimes it's easier to think about what I'm going to do tomorrow. Sometimes it's easier to say, oh, when I'm married, when I do this, when I get over this problem, when, I, when this happens, then I'm going to change my life. As opposed to somebody saying, Ma lamo, what is my obligation today for me? How can I have the best day? You know what's funny? What's funny is great people, and we said this yesterday with Rabbi Castell, Yehuda Castell's father was saying this, is that success is in today in the little things that you do. When you make your bed, there's a, there's a famous um, uh, uh, book, I, um, I forgot the name of it, there's a YouTube video, I saw it on that, on that um, um, I'm sure some of you guys know it, I think it's called, yeah, Moshe, yeah? Right, he was a Navy, he was a Navy SEAL. Make your bed every day. He says, and one of the things he says, I've read that book. It's a very small book, and I would advise everyone to look. Thank you. Thank you, Moshe Shulman. Moshe Shulman. Yeah. 
Yeah, Moshe. I yeah, you've sat Moshe Shulman. He doesn't he has to do it now. He, he, I mean, I, I miss him doing it now, but I'm sure he does it other times. Moshe Shulman spent many, many, many days sitting in sheer writing with his computer, writing notes, focusing. That's how you remember things like that. That's how you become a person like that. We think it's the big things. Here you have a Navy SEAL. He's giving us advice in life. And what does he tell us? Make your bed. Come on, I want bigger than that. I want to make a million dollars. You know how you make a million dollars? You know how you make $10 million? Start with making your bed. Start with, with smiling. Start with thinking positively. Start with having a good morning. You want to have a great life? Start with focusing. Start with not bringing your phone into the base medrash. Stop. Start with saying, I'm going to stop. So speak to Shlomo Wilbur. Ask Shlomo advice on how to focus on himself and how to focus on myself and how to live. Speak to people who've done that. Speak to people who do that. Hashem will help each and every one of us. We should all be Zoha. Speak to a Yitzi Raymond who just walked in. Yitzi Raymond. Speak to a Yitzi Raymond. Yeah. 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 Speak to a Yitzi Raymond what it is to go through what he's gone through and to work hard and to be married and to do yoga and to do college and to teach Torah and to be healthy and to go take care of speak to people like that. Speak to people who work hard day in, day out with no applause of their life. Speak to the people who work in silence, work hard in silence. Speak to those people. Don't speak to the guy who's miserable. I mean, you could speak to that guy also. You could ask him why he's so miserable and do everything the opposite of what he's doing. If you ask a guy who's, uh, who's uh, if your roommate sleeps all day, you should be so thankful because you should ask him, why do you sleep all day? And he'll tell you, and then you know, run the other way. Run the other way. And I mean that. I mean that with all seriousness. Run the other way. But when you see a guy who's happy, and you see a guy who's got a little, little, you know, skip in his step, walk over to that guy and say, and say, you know, how do I do that? How do I do what you're doing right now? Give me advice. I want to copy that. Because it's not complicated. It's not complicated. It's very simple. It's hard. It could be hard, but it's very simple. We think it's complicated. It's very uncomplicated. It's very not complicated. It's about, it's about focusing yourself on what you want and taking one step at a time starting today. Starting today and saying, I'm going to make today uh, different. Oh, what about yesterday? Who cares about yesterday? What, how, who cares about yesterday? What am I going to do tomorrow? I don't know. We'll deal with tomorrow when tomorrow comes. Yes, Menachem. Yeah, yeah, go, go, say it. I just, or actually, come on, yeah, I said it before you came in. Yeah, go, say it again. I think it was the closing book. No, no, say it, say it. I want to hear from you. I focused on one day at a time, and the entire said, I'm not going to bother you. He said his friends looked at the year. Focused on the year, you did on the year, you focused on one day. Menachem Dubin, Menachem Dubin. He came into Yeshiva like this. No, he didn't. He didn't come into Yeshiva like this, learning, smiling, learning Torah, working on himself. He didn't come into Yeshiva like this. You've got to work on yourself. It takes time. You read books. You read about the tzaddikim. Hashem should help all of us. Yona, yeah? I was hoping, yeah, right? It's like the Shlomo. Shlomo. Yes. 
I learned what the, 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 the word means. Yes. Yes. Just means um, a bad instinct. So like, right. It's like it's been used so much. Like when I was growing up, right? It's like it's like oh, you're gonna have uh, you need to harvest this and that. You need to harvest there. If like, let's say you tell yourself you're gonna watch um, this long, this year's the tomorrow. It's like no, it's just like the part of you that that like the uh, the part of you that that doesn't the control part of you, the one that wants happiness now versus postponed happiness that will is be true happiness. Correct. Hey, thank you, Shlomo. Thank you, Shlomo. Hashem will help all of us. We should all be Zocha. Let us all be Zocha, each and every one of us, to, to focus on what's right in front of us. Don't regret your past. Don't, well, let, let me say better. It's okay if you regret your past, and it's okay if you worry about your future. I'll, I'll switch it. It's okay if you regret your past, it's okay if you're worried about your future. But if you want to do something about your past, and you want to do something about your future, you can. And the answer to that is, have a great today. Create the day that you want to have. Have a wonderful day, everybody.